Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. I'm here to share a sneak peek into my upcoming masterclass. My masterclass is happening on Monday of next week. And I really want to, um, yeah, just share a little bit of what's happening in there. Um, In the masterclass, obviously, this is where I'm going to get you to think. I'm going to get you to think about your finances and to kind of maybe even trigger you a little bit into um, taking some action because... Sometimes we have to um, give a little bit of sense of urgency and uh, say things that we don't really like to hear, um, you know, such as uh, saying the word broke, right? Like my masterclass is about breaking away from broke. And it's not meaning like you're necessarily literally broke, but maybe you feel broke. Maybe you're living check to check. You're making a decent wage like I was. I was once uh, in a high performing sales rep and I was making really good money and I was still check to check. And to me, in my mind, I was broke. So what I'm helping women do is break away from broke forever with lasting results, with, you know, not um one and done, not just fixing this thing now and then letting it go and letting it go on autopilot. Because the reality of it is, is that you have to work on your finances consistently and over and over and over again throughout your life. This is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change and it's a lifestyle to be had for the rest of your life because your finances are going to affect your entire life the same way with, uh, you know, eating and working out and, you know, uh, keeping a healthy uh, mental state and physical state. Uh, it is a lifestyle. It's something that we need to work on all the time. So uh, what is financial fixer? Basically, I help you become the boss of your money and to where no other bosses or um, other entities or persons or places or things have any control over you because you're, you know, financially, uh, you know, not able to do it on your own, right? I I help women um, gain financial independence, right? So we take that journey together. So we do this through prioritizing spending. We do this through just, you know, putting our spending uh, plan together and prioritizing what we're going to spend our money on. This isn't really about deprivation or, uh, you know, losing, you know, your ability to have fun. Uh, This is about enjoying spending your money and, you know, breaking away from broke in the process and uh, creating your dream life, right? Jumping into your dream life because you're no longer feeling like you are broke or living check to check or strapped with debt and all those things. So what I'm sharing today is directly uh, from my content in my masterclass, okay? So um, first I want to ask you a question. Um, Is money stress a pain point for you? Is it affecting your life? 
right? Is it something that you think about regularly and maybe even possibly keeping you up at night? So what I'm here to do is help relieve that stress, take that stress down, you know, like get it lower, like to where you, you know, you're not um, panicking before that next paycheck comes or you're not panicking about, you know, a bill that might go through before, you know, in more income comes into the bank or, you know, feeling this sense of, um, you know, fear all the time because you, you know, don't know where your money's uh, going or, or where it's been or where it's, you know, coming from. And um, you just don't have your thumb on the pulse. Right. So I want to talk a little bit about OCD today. And this isn't the OCD that you're thinking of. Right. This is an obsessive compulsive disorder. This is a you know, but OCD could really be affecting your financial, your finances and your future. Right. This could be really affecting um, the future you uh, that you need you to be right or to become. Okay. So the OCD cycle, um, could likely be the culprit that, you know, is causing all your money stress, right? It could be the culprit to all the stress that you're going through with your finances. So I'm going to go with the first one. So the O stands for overwhelm. I mean, how often do you just feel this sense of overwhelm, you know, um, like just, I mean, you're just, you don't, you don't even know really what you're overwhelmed about. You just probably don't have enough information about something. So you've got this anxiety um, or this, you know, you feel like you've got all these tasks to do or these hard things that you just don't want to do because you're, you know, finding yourself just feeling just totally overwhelmed. Like it's just too much. So, and what happens when we feel overwhelmed, um, you know, we, it causes us to overthink, and a whole lot of overthinking leads to nothing, right? So you might be overwhelmed by overly complex systems, um, or maybe the idea that the, the system that you need to use for a tool to get your finances together is overly complex, right? Like maybe you're just not trying that thing because you think it's too difficult or it's too time consuming or draining that, you know, just the idea of doing something new with your finances or making a difference, um, you know, in your lifestyle when it comes to your money could be overwhelming you enough, right? So what we need to do to get past this overwhelm. So we're going to talk about solutions here too. We're not just going to talk about the things that you're going through, but also maybe some solutions, right? So um, you want to take action now. I know that this, you know, you're like, oh, put this off, like, like for the weekend, I'm going to check my finances on over the weekend and I'm going to do this thing. And like, I'm going to hit that mountain, right? I'm going to start climbing. No, you just want to like do it, do something now, right? So I'm going to help you take a little bit of action today. So keep it really simple with action steps. That's the first thing to get past overwhelm, right? So the first thing I want you to do is find out what your net worth is. I mean, these are real action steps. So get a pen and paper and write this down, right? So your net worth, the, the formula for net worth is your total assets minus your total liabilities equals your net worth, right? And why is your net worth important? Um, your net worth is important because that number is going to affect how you um, thrive, in your future and now it affects now but it, it it starts affecting your future a lot more than it affects you maybe right now i guess my maybe the demographic i'm talking to here is around 30 40 maybe 50 years old right so and as we age and we get older and we get closer to that time of 
quote unquote retirement. I don't really like to say retirement because I don't feel like I ever want to retire. I always want to be doing something that I love. I want to be working in some way, but you may not. You may want you may say, I really want to retire by 60. I don't want to be nearly 70 before I can retire. Well, what does that look like for you? Your net worth is going to impact what that looks like for you. Right. So find out what that nugget number is. Now, I'm just going to give you some examples of what net worth is. Or I'm sorry, of what your assets are versus your liabilities. Assets are what you own and liabilities are what you owe. OK, um, you're going to your total uh, estimation of what your home is worth if you're a homeowner, regardless of what your loan is on that home, if you have a mortgage. OK, so regardless of that, what's Zillow say? Just take a quick, you know, guesstimation. Right. Or um, your vehicle, uh, Kelly Blue Book, um, your your um, investments, whether they're retirement investments or, um, you know, brokerage accounts, you know, Roth IRAs, traditionals, those kinds of things. What do you have in investments? Right. Um, what do you have in a savings account? Any of your savings that you have. And if you have cash on hand, you know, I have some clients that have a lot of cash on hand. They just like to keep cash. They have like four grand, you know, hidden in the house. Right. So what do you have as your assets that your total assets minus what you owe. Okay. So what's your mortgage balance, right? What's the balance on your vehicle loan? If you have a loan on your cars, um, also what is, uh, your, um, consumer debt, your, uh, you know, do you have an outstanding tax bill that you owe? Do you owe the IRS, right? Like what do you owe? So those are, and also student loans. I don't really want to dig deep into student loans today, but if you have student loans out there, that's considered a liability, right? So Total up your assets, total up your liabilities, okay? Take your liabilities from your assets and what's left, right? So now you kind of have a picture of kind of, you know, you find yourself on the map a little bit of what that number looks like for you. I don't know who you are or where you're watching from, but this could be a negative number. This could be a very positive number. Oftentimes when I work with clients, they do this exercise with me and they're like, oh, wow, I actually have a higher net worth than I thought I did. Right. So that makes them feel better. It happens actually more frequent frequently than not. So um, get get to know your net worth. And remember, the net worth is something that you're going to want to track throughout your life, not like every day. Right. Like because it's not shifting as much as, you know, other things such as the little uh, micro things that you're doing every day. Right. But your net worth is going to impact you. So like take take a snapshot of it every three to six months and um, just keep it moving, right? So, cause in this process, the way that I operate is that I break things down into tiny bites, right? So we're taking something big like your net worth and we're gonna break down the action steps for you to take to continue that net worth to grow as opposed to you know going into the negative, right? We want that net worth to go up, okay? So um, the next thing that you can do is uh, Find out what all of your expenses are, what your income is, your average income. I know some of you may be entrepreneurs. Some of you may have a real irregular income. Um, what is your total income minus your total expenses, your total planned expenses, right? Your, your food, your transportation, your streaming, your mortgage or rent, your storage unit, all the bills that are coming out. And try to really think through the things that maybe you're not thinking of, such as, um, you know, 
the annual bills, the subscriptions, right? But just get all of your um, income and your expenses and what's your margin left over, right? So like for, and this is for your month. So do this for your monthly money movement, right? What's all your income minus all of your expenses, what's left, okay? And then whatever that number is, that's kind of like your, that's your margin. That's your monthly money margin, okay? So that's the money that you can actually do things with. And the way that I operate and how I coach is to take that margin and figure out ways to grow that margin so that you can tackle your goals, whether it's a savings goal or a getting out of debt goal, whatever it is, we want to make that margin bigger and bigger and bigger. How do we do that? That's further down the line. I'll share that here in a minute. But what you would what we would ultimately be doing is um, spending less, but not in such a way that we're depriving ourselves. OK, so the next thing that you would do to um, to uh, kind of break through the overwhelm, right, is check the rear view. OK, because what's going to happen when you actually do your monthly money movement and you and you say, OK, this is what my all my income is supposed to be. Right. The estimated income total, depending on what your situation is and all of my expenses going out. And this is what's supposed to be left. And then you want to really say, OK, and then what's really happening? What really happened in the last 90 days, for example, that um you know, is it aligned with what my income and what, what my monthly money margin margin looks like? Is it aligned? Right. And then also ask yourself, this is something that I do when I'm working with one to one clients is in the very beginning. And we take these numbers and we and we break them down and we say, OK, it says here, for example, that you're supposed to have five hundred dollars left in your monthly money margin. Right. And you but you actually Every time your paycheck is coming within three to five days prior to your paycheck, you're sweating and you're scared and you're nervous because you're getting close to zero. Right. Does that happen? Right. That's called check to check lifestyle or paycheck to paycheck living. OK. And if you're feeling sweaty and scared and fearful, that means that the different there's a difference between your monthly money margin, what you're what you're showing is supposed to be happening, happening versus what's really happening. OK, what's really happening is what we need to find out. Right. And that's where you're going to find all the variables and the things that you've really been doing with your money that maybe not necessarily that you shouldn't be, but that you should be prioritizing a little bit better. OK, so the next thing, the number two in the OCD cycle, right, is confusion. OK, so oftentimes we are paralyzed by confusion. We won't make a decision. We won't, uh, you know, move to the next level. We won't take the next step because we are like, I'm confused. I don't know what to do with this information. I don't know where to start. Right. So it's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of um, indecisiveness. So we just kind of don't make a decision at all and we don't do anything. Right. So um, what we need when we're confused is clarity. We need awareness. We need the vision to come to life. We need to start really seeing what's going on. And this goes back to the overwhelm, right? This goes back to finding out what's been happening, checking the rear view and your spending behavior, right? So what we need to be doing in order to gain clarity and get out of the state of confusion is we need to be taking these tiny little steps every day that are not hard and not impossible and it's within your control. What can you do that's really tiny every day? You can track your spending, which is obviously what I teach. 
And I know it seems like, okay, well, that puts me in a prison. That makes me feel like I, you know, something that I really, you know, don't feel like doing every day. But you would be surprised that when you start actually tracking your spending, how freeing it really is. And how when you have full awareness of what's happening with your money, you're like just feeling at peace, right? There's a lot more peace when you have clarity, okay? So what can you do? You can track your spending. Get, get a tracking tool. The, the first thing that I work do with my clients is I do not put them on a app right away. We do work with apps, but we don't do it right away. The reason we don't do it right away is because the app just adds something else for a person to learn, right? And we want to take stages in that to learn how to work those apps and do the tech stuff and all those things. And for some people, it's more complicated than others. But the thing about it is, is really changing the behaviors because we're already in a habit of spending maybe frivolous, frivolously or just we're in a habit of doing things a certain way. We're not in the habit of tracking our money when we spend. Right. So we have to do this learned behavior, create a new pattern and do it consistently for a certain amount of time before it can actually become a habit. Right. We can't change habits. Quote me if you want to. You can't change a habit. A habit's rooted. A habit is something that um, you do almost subconsciously on a regular basis, consistently, because it's something that's innate that you've been doing for a really long time. And it's like, you know, just like getting into the car and driving the car. You're in a habit of using your turn signals um, or not. Maybe you're not. But most people are supposed to be in the habit of using their turn signals or um, looking in the rear view. Right checking to see who's behind, you know, like you're in this habit, this behavior that you're doing it subconsciously, not really even consciously, um, so that you can not get into a car crash when you're driving your car, right? So again, this is the thing to break away from the confusion is to start tracking today, start writing it down pen to paper. That's what I recommend right away. I also recommend using spreadsheets if that's your jam. If you enjoy spreadsheets, you don't need to. Um, but I can also help give templates for that too. But writing it down pen to paper is the best way to get you to make a shift, right? Okay, so the next thing is D. So OCD, overwhelm, confusion. The third is distractions. Distractions, Whew, let's talk about that. So distractions are probably my favorite thing to talk about. Um, I've had to learn to love it because distractions are probably the thing that has affected my life in the most negative way ever. Um, distractions are the thing. They're the thing that are going to keep us from success in general, right? I know we're talking about success here, but obviously we're talking about financial success. Um, being overwhelmed, confused, and distracted is going to stop us from making money, keeping money, growing money, and becoming the human being that we want to be, okay? So the, the thing that happens when we're distracted, we drift, okay? I was talking about this the other day, when we're, what do we happen, when, what, what happens when we're distracted and when, when we're driving, if we're a distracted driver, right? We end up kind of like veering over into another lane. I'm not going to call out anybody on this one. And, you know, I'm just going to say that it happens, right? And because you're not fully paying attention to the road ahead. And this is, this is the thing that is going to affect 
your financial success the most because again this is a lifestyle this isn't just a you know one and done let's fix our finances now and then we can just like set it and forget it this is we have to do something different consistently for the rest of our lives so that our finances can grow and we can become what what and who we want to become right so we're going to have to do these things every day what can we do to turn down get rid of the distractions we can turn down the noise we can turn down the volume right and you know the the there's tools and systems that you need to put in place in order to get rid of these distractions and one of the things could be lack of setting boundaries right lack of boundaries um, is a thing that can keep us distracted that can keep us from um, taking the next step in the thing that we need to do in order us in, in order for us to grow right so um, what volume do you need to turn down what distractions do you need to get out of your life and I'm I mean your kids could be a distraction. And I'm not saying, you, you know, get rid of your kids. I mean, it's not that simple, right? Um, but if if you're not setting boundaries or properly communicating with your kids, for example, about when work work hours are or when you're supposed to be doing this thing, this this project or whatever, um, you know, you're going to be distracted by them. Now, I'm not talking about like when you have new babies and things, you know, and I'm not being specific to any anyone in particular, really. Um, but it could be, you know, Boundaries with your your spouse or um, with your family members. They should know when to call you and they should know that when you don't answer their texts, it's because you're busy. Right. So like and, you know, distractions are really the thing. The phone. I mean, this thing. Look at this. Look at these freaking seriously, like all of those notifications. Um you know, I, people get mad at me when I don't respond uh, to messages and it's because I have put my phone away because I'm in a time block to get something done because it's going to directly affect my, my success. It's going to directly affect my paycheck. If I don't turn down the volume, close the tabs. If I don't stop, you know, looking at the reels on Instagram or, you know, clicking on that TikTok that my friend sent me that looks hilarious. Right. And I want so badly to check that out. But right now is not the time because I am in a time block to do what I need to be doing. So if you're not taking 10 to 15 minutes a day, really every day, if you start getting to the, into the routine of tracking your finances and, um, you know, paying attention to your finances, it should only take minutes a day, right? It only takes 27 seconds to actually track a spending uh, transaction after you've done it, right? So now with all of that said, again, Getting rid of the overwhelm, stop over, stop with the overly complex systems and the overthinking, right? Confusion, get rid of the uncertainty and the um, indecisiveness by getting clarity and knowing what those visions are, right? And then how do we deal with the distractions? We turn down the volume, okay? We stop with the notifications. We get rid of, eliminate all of the distractions. So how can I help you with this, right? First of all, call to action. I want you to do all the things that I've actually, you know, gone through here. Take the steps. Find out what your net worth is. Okay. Um, what was step two? Do your, um, I didn't even, did I mention debt? Oh yeah, of course, check your debt. I think I mentioned it a little bit, but 
your second thing that you need to do is check out what your debts are, right? Write down all of your debts, the total balances, the minimum payments and uh, the interest rates so that you know what your total debts are. Now, you've already put that into your net worth calculator. I'm, I'm sure you have because we talked about the net worth, but we want to break your debts down a little bit more. OK, and then you want to check the rear view to see what's been going on in the past. You're spending behavior in the rear view. OK, check that. See what's going to come up and bite you if you don't nip it. Right. Or if you don't know what it is. Right. Because if you're if how are you going to set a budget if you don't actually remember what you spent your money on? Right. So we have to actually find out what we've really been spending our money on so that we can set a budget that's going to work for us, that we're not going to want to give up on because it, you know, didn't work, right? We made a mess. The Fixer Money Masterclass is happening next week. It starts on Monday. It's three sessions. It's real coaching. This is not a live workshop, okay? And this is a paid masterclass. And how often do you sign up for something that is not, um, that's free, you know? And I'm not saying the freak stuff is not, you know, legit and awesome. But what I am saying is that uh, how often have you signed up for something that's free that you haven't actually attended or fully attended or fully participated in because it was free? It was like no skin off your back. Right. In order for you to sign up for that thing, um, you know, in, in like something came up and you got and you, you had to do another obligation. Right. But it was free. So it wasn't that big of a deal that you missed it. This is why I, I can't continue to keep doing that. Obviously, I'm doing a lot of free content here, but this masterclass is where you're going to be really taking action. You're going to be taking action on your finances to like really get get to the next step. OK, in your finances and, you know, and start to grow wealth like for real, organically, holistically here, starting within, because it's up to you, your wealth building potential is all up to you, right? This is going to be happening in the masterclass. So I want to invite you. I want to invite you to come there and get real coaching. Three sessions, 45 minutes each. There's also going to be a course corresponding with that. So you have to do some of the coursework for first, and then you come hop into the masterclass. And we're going to be going through those steps with you with real coaching. I would love to see you there. I'll leave the link so that you can, uh, check it out and come join me. I cannot wait to see you there. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at financial fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.